getting paid and the fact that the Jets gave up three potential starters and three second-round picks to move up from six to three to guarantee nothing but the third-best quarterback in this draft. So I think that's the reason why I made that decision to put all those quarterbacks in the top five, even Lamar Jackson from Louisville quarterback moving up him into the middle of the first round. You've got Lamar Jackson going 15 to Arizona. What have you seen and heard about him that you think Arizona should see and hear about him? Well, I think he's a guy who needs some work. He's an in-the-area thrower right now. The Elliott was at 55, 56, 59 percent, finished with a career completion percentage college of 57 percent. But he did lose three of his four top receivers and his top running back. He still was kind of all over the place with some throws. But I think he has that chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove that, hey, I'm not a receiver. I'm a quarterback. And if he goes to Arizona or if he goes to Buffalo, with McCarron in, in Buffalo and Bradford in Arizona, provided Bradford stays healthy, then Lamar Jackson would be afforded that opportunity to sit, watch, and learn, like quarterbacks have always said. 60s, 70s, 80s, and into the 90s, that's the way you develop quarterback. And hopefully all these quarterbacks, it looks like on paper, they won't be forced to be the starting quarterback as rookies in the NFL this year. If I'm Cleveland, i got to be loving 3.0. I get my quarterback <laughs> and my running back in Barkley at 4. You do. You're going to get a lot of offers possibly from teams looking to get that fourth quarterback or they want to jump in there. Or you just say, hey, we're getting the number one player in this draft. You just hope by Cleveland. Like I said, they were the last team that took a running back that high, and it was Trent Richardson. You hope if it's Saquon Barkley, he'll be a heck of a lot better. And be the great young back, the team with Allen or Darnold, and give the Cleveland Browns, who John Dorsey's made a ton of moves already, a chance to maybe almost say own this division, but potentially be the team that beat in this division in the not-too-distant future. While we talked about Cleveland being a big winner at one and four, how big of a winner are the Colts now at six? And and from 2.0 to 3.0, they still get Chubb. They came out. This is a bonanza. This is historically great in terms of a move. They go from three to six and lose nothing. He said, well, Bradley Chubb may not be able to get Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame, to help Andrew Luck coming off the injury, alleviating some of that, negating some of that up-the-gut pressure that bothers quarterbacks so much. And you get three potential starters, two more this year with the two second-round picks, and a second-round pick next year, which should be a starter. That's three starters added to your team, and you lose nothing. That's a great deal for the Indianapolis Colts. Mel Kiper, 3.0. Boom. Thanks, Neil. Hey, hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Listen, um, there is so much going on in the NFL right now. Most of the stuff that's happening in the NFL is, is signings, man. There's so many great signings. One of the biggest signings that we, we actually kind of preluded to, kind of actually talked about this last week. Last week when we talked, I said by, I said by maybe Monday, the next time we would talk, what you would see is a very possible signing of Indomitian Sue to the Rams. And that's exactly what happened. I said, mark my words. I knew that would happen. They're the only team that can basically break out that roster and say, look what we have. You have to pay attention to it, right? There's a lot going on in the NFL, including this. And she didn't really ask. She was just in tears, like asking me what I'm, what I'm doing. What are you doing with your life? Why do I have to go around... And, and get the, the second hand um, of, of, of words and conversations of the negative things you're doing around the world. It, it's coming back to me. And I saw how bad that it broke her heart, and it sucked. And, and it really hit me at home, and, and after that, I took a personal reflection. I was always raised the right way. I knew the difference from right and wrong, but for whatever reason, I just liked to choose wrong, and, and I got in that rut. So, you know, I have my family. I have a great agent, I have a great wife, and I have a great support system out there if I choose to use it. So 
I started to use it. I started to use the people at A&M. I started to use the people around me who I knew I could trust rather than the people that were around me just to have fun. You know, it's been a while since we've seen Johnny Manziel in action as he last started a game in week 16 back in 2015. Since then, 72 different quarterbacks have started a game in the NFL, including six by the Cleveland Browns, the most of any team. Well, will Johnny Manziel eventually make top plays in the NFL? We'll stay tuned for... So Johnny's back. Johnny is back. He did a workout at Texas A&M. He's... Um, even he, I mean, he's trying his best to get on with the NFL team. If he doesn't get on with the NFL team, he's already publicly stated that he will play for the Canadian Football League, and I'm pretty sure they'll be they'll accept him with open arms. So expect to see Johnny Manziel on ESPN again. Expect to see Johnny Manziel's stories coming out. If he has a great game in the CFL, then it's going to be a big deal. If he signs with any um, NFL team, he will be a story, right? Uh, one of the teams that he may sign with is the New Orleans Saints. And the reason why this may be a possibility is because if you remember when uh, – if you remember maybe just a few uh, – maybe last year actually, last, last offseason – Johnny Menzel had a meeting with Sean Payton just to kind of talk a few things over. The Saints are in the market for a backup quarterback, even though they they have some candidates already, right? They they lost Chase Daniels. They did, but they have a quarterback um, that they believe in, right? They they believe in this guy named Taysom. He is a running back. He runs a 4-4 in the 40. He, he actually played some special teams last season. They believe in Taysom Hill, and they think there's a possibility that he could be their quarterback of the future. However, they're still in the market for a quarterback, and if one falls to them in the first round at the 27th pick, they're going to take one. They're probably going to take one, and one of those quarterbacks that may be a possibility is Lamar Jackson. Now, honestly, I don't really see it as a possibility. In Mel Kuyper's new new mock draft, as you heard earlier, he is thinking about um, the possibility of Lamar Jackson going to the uh, Cardinals at 15. That's a possibility. And if that happens, then, you know, awesome. Awesome for Lamar Jackson. Awesome for the awesome for them. The Cardinals, they are looking for a quarterback. They need one badly. Awesome for him. And I, I'm pretty sure he plays pretty early. With Sam Bradford as your starter, you will guarantee a spot at least, at the very least, about week eight. You will be the starting quarterback if you're um, the number two. Because he's not lasting through an entire season. We all know that. We don't even question it. We understand what it is. And so... And they paid him $20 million. That's hilarious to me. But anyway, um, now I don't want to get in anybody's pocket. Whatever. So at the end of the day, you have Lamar Jackson, who may possibly go at 15. If he falls all the way down, I don't see him getting out of the first round at all. Jacksonville is there. They don't mind developing a quarterback over some time. Um, And New Orleans is there. They can take their time with him. Sean Payton came out this week and said the next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints does not have to be a Drew Brees clone. And that's a great statement because you don't necessarily want a Drew Brees clone. How do you get another um, under six foot quarterback who's going to bring the same type of intensity and preparation to the position as Drew Brees does? You won't be able to. You just can't. And because you can't and probably won't, don't look for the next clone of Drew Brees. Find the next good quarterback. Lamar Jackson very well may be that next good quarterback. We're going to see over some time. Now, back to Ndamukong Sue. Ndamukong Sue, with their Los Angeles Rams, now helps them to form one of the most dominant, on paper, one of the most dominant defenses that you have 
ever, ever seen created. What do I mean by that? Think about it. Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, or Marcus Joyner in the backfield, right? You have... Um, you have, who, who's the other one? Donald, right? Donald as your defensive tackle and Dominican Sue and Brockers. What do you do with this defense? You can't throw on them. You got Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib. You can't throw on them. That's not your deal. You won't be able to throw on them. All right, cool. So you can't throw on them. Well, if I can't throw on them, then what do I do? I guess you run. How? You got Dominican Sue, one of the best run stoppers in the league. Right? It's not like you... Oh, my gosh. What do you do with this team? There's nothing you can do with this team. On offense, they're going to be explosive and dynamic. And guess what? You're going to hate this, but guess what? The Los Angeles Rams are now in talks with the New York Giants to acquire Odell Beckham Jr. Come on, man. What what if they get him? Here's the cool part about this. Now, you're like, yo, how are they doing this? What What is going on? Well, the reason they can do all this is because their starting quarterback is still on his rookie contract. A starting quarterback on his rookie contract under the current salary means that they have a lot of time and some extra money. That extra money allows them to go after these big-name free agents and also make big deals. Now, later on, they're going to have to pay him. At some point, they'll have to pay their starting quarterback. Right When they do, you'll see less of these huge moves by the Rams. But hopefully by then, and here's the cool part about a really young, good starting quarterback. This is the great part. If you have a young, good starting quarterback, you're in like the second or third gear and he's still balling, you still have at least two to three years before you actually have to pay him. Right. And so because of that, you can just flaunt your money around and they have that type of flaunted money and they put that flaunted money in front of Sue. They put that flaunted money um, in front of all the rest of their free agents and they are racking in the free agents. And now they have this draft capital and because they have this draft capital, they're going after Odell Beckham. And I think that is crazy crazy good crazy great so you talk about somebody um basically killing it they're killing it the browns are also killing it the browns actually there's a possibility they go after odell beckham now the question is do you want to give up two first round picks because that's the new price you guys heard it that's the new price for odell beckham it's two first round draft picks and you got to pay odell beckham his uh, money when you get him so how the question is how? How do you go about doing that? Well, if Cleveland did it, they would have to probably give up the number four pick. So to give up the number four pick, you would lose the chance on Saquon, give that up, and another pick maybe next year for Odell Beckham Jr. Do you do that? To pair Odell Beckham Jr. with Josh Gordon and and Jarvis Landry, would I do it in a New York minute? In a heartbeat, I'd do it. In a heartbeat, I'd do it. I love Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley could be the man. But let me tell you something. Having somebody who could be the man versus having somebody who is the man, two different things. Two different things. I think Julio Jones was kind of traded for that same type of capital back when he was just a rookie. Like, just to have, for the Falcons to be in a situation, they traded a lot to get to Julio Jones. Now you're talking about a proven Odell Beckham Jr. teamed up with his old teammate from LSU. You won't get a happier Odell. You will not get a happier Odell. And on top of a happy Odell, you'll also have... Oh, man, you also have the most dynamic wide receiver in the NFL outside of Antonio Brown. 
And I only mention Antonio Brown because I believe they're, they're on par. They're extremely on par. Outside of that, dude's the man. Now, the guy who you have throwing him the ball in um, Tyrod Taylor, I'm not sure about him. I love him, but I'm not sure he's the man. But, guy, you put those type of weapons around any quarterback in the NFL, they're going to become the man. I can guarantee you that. And the cool part about it is if they do give up two twos, right, maybe um, a one from this year, a one from next year, they don't give up their second round draft, their third round draft picks and things like that, which you can take, use and build with in this particular draft. I'm excited for the Cleveland Browns. I don't know what was going to happen. And I'm not excited because they already have Odell because they don't. Right. Um, But what I'm excited about is what I see them doing from this point on. And what I see them doing from this point on is changing the culture of that team and spending all that elaborate cap money that they have left over. All right, y'all. This has been um, a good one. This has been a good one. We're at like um, 12.50. I'm so excited about what's happening in the NFL. Hopefully you are too. The draft is right around the corner. At the end of April, we're going to get that draft, and it's going to be insane. Um, the signings are the signings are really dying down, so we won't hear as much of that. People are still visiting. Things are still happening. Um, ben Watson just kind of um, visited the Saints. A couple of things are going down and happening. We'll see how it all plays out, but at the end of the the day at the end of the day i think the rams have won the offseason they've won the offseason they've dominated the headlines they have won the offseason don't know if it will translate into in-season success but the offseason check mark rams congratulations all right Hey, this has been a NFL wrap-up with Rick Sincere. This is Trackstar Sports. Y'all have a great day.